Hi, this is Christopher Lewis and Tina Bachrath. And welcome to Dating Intelligence, the podcast, where we give relationship advice from dating to marriage and everything else in between, and always with the goal of helping you to continuously be the best you at all times. And if you're looking for the right partner, we'll help you navigate through today's dating challenges intelligently. And if you already have a partner, we're going to help you keep it fresh. All right. So, Tina, this is our very first show. It, I'm so excited. This is amazing. I'm really happy to have you as my co-host. And I'm so happy to impart my uh, knowledge and wisdom <laughs> of dating and marriage and relationships. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. We're, we're going to have a lot to talk about in the future. Um, so, let's start off. We're, we're in a full-on pandemic right now. What are your thoughts on that? You know, it's, um, it's a scary time. It's, everybody talks about the new normal, but it's not normal what's happening. Right. Um, but what is happening is we still have the need for human interaction, human contact. And with that, people still want to date. Right. Um, they want to meet partners. Or if you already have a partner, you're trying to figure out now what to do with that partner 24 hours a day. So there, there are a lot of challenges, a lot of pros and cons. Yeah, and with social distancing and shelter-in-place rule, it's making it difficult, but also I'm sure a lot of people are out there trying to figure it out. So how have you been handling all this social distancing? Uh, you know what? It's like for anybody, we're, we're human beings. It's not normal for us to socially distance. So yeah, I think we're all, I've definitely been having a hard time with it. Let's put it that way, especially with the no happy hours, you know, no getting together with my friends. It's, it's a challenge. It's a big challenge. All right. So off of that, so can I just start off by saying, I feel like we're starting this podcast when we're at a downtime around the world. You know, the coronavirus has taken a really big hit on all of us and has affected our day-to-day lives, creating this, you know, new normal. And with social distancing and the stay-at-home rules in place, it's difficult for people to be out and about meeting and socializing with others. In this episode, Tina and I will be discussing how everyone is coping with dating and relationships within the new normal. Right. And, you know, I was thinking earlier, when they say the new normal, it's not normal. You know, we're finding out that the people that we live with are not the people maybe that we thought or we're starting to see all these idiosyncrasies because I don't know that we're all meant to be with together 24 hours a day no matter how much you love your partner right it's like having pizza every day you love pizza but you don't want it every day 24 hours a day people I know that have children you know they obviously love their kids until they hear that school's out and they don't know when it's going to go back in which means your kids are at home 24 hours a day and some people uh, obviously, we're out of work, but some people are still trying to work. Some people, like my sister, for example, who's in banking, can you know do her job from home. So if you've, what if you're working and you've got a partner that's not, and you've got kids on oh, top of it? That's the trifecta that's, of hell. That's nothing. That's not normal. <laughs> it's not normal. <laughs> I appreciate the teachers more and more every day because of that. Let me right. All right. Well, off of that note, then starting off with the first topic of the day, um, let's talk about single being single and dating. Um, talk about how, you know, being single during this pandemic has to be rough for those who are just getting their footing in the dating scene. And now they're just kind of just on the sideline, just done. Well, that or, you know, uh, for example, some I, a friend of mine is going through a divorce right now and literally has just gotten back into dating. So, you know, there is a lot of thank heavens for Zoom and FaceTime. And some people, though, it's funny, 
A lot of people really don't like talking on the phone anymore because we've gotten used to texting. Right. So most people would text, I believe, to set up a date for coffee, and now you can't do that. So you're definitely have to get you're getting more. You have to get more creative yeah, with the do. process. Right. Um, because right now, is, is it? Do you want to put off dating? Well, probably not because we don't really see an end in, in an immediate end in sight to this. Right. And you kind of, I feel like you're going to get a little rusty, which is the hard part. You know, it's like almost like starting all over again. And it's almost the only thing I can compare this to is to like the stock market, which took a major hit when all this started. Uh, I feel like the dating world has virtually come to a standstill. Yeah. It's, it will, it's come to a standstill as far, obviously, as you're not going to be able to go to a concert or a movie or dinner. But I think it could be a positive in showing you what kind of person this is. If they really like you and they really want to get to know you, then they're going to have to get more creative on how to do that. I agree. And that's when I, I, one thing I absolutely agree with Tina on this one that I love, it's the fact that, you know, a lot of guys and girls are going to have to get really creative in courting the other person again, which takes it back to, you know, not just where the dating apps were just like tenders and things like this, just swiping left, swiping right. You're literally going to have to do some work now um, because not only doing the work, but you're literally going to have to talk to this person a lot more to figure out who this person is. Do I really like this person? Because now we are actually having more time to have discussions on the phone or FaceTime or video. And, you know, and you, if you, again, if you want to look at it as a positive Think about how much money you're saving on those dinners and concert tickets. And hey, some girl's going to like you for your personality because she's not going to know if you've got the fancy <laughs> <That's> car <right. laughs> or what your house or apartment looks like. So again, that with with so much of this being negative, you and I don't want to be miss. Oh, look at the positive. <laughs> but there is a positive side to it, people. You just have to use your creativity. But at the same time, I understand for the people that are more introverted, how difficult yeah, that, this could that's be. That's going to be tough for the introverted types. But for the social outgoing extroverts, <laughs> this is the time to shine. <laughs> this right. is the time to use your creativity. And she's right. You can't flash this around. You can't you know, wow them, the wow factor kind of disappears, but you can wow them now in more of a creative way by thinking of something. Um, if you do talk to them on the phone or text, or like we said, if you're video conferencing, which is amazing now because with FaceTiming and apps like Zoom and um, House Party, it's, it's good you get that face-to-face without all the in-your-face type stuff. Exactly. Without all the material things on the outside. You could still say the wrong things though. Don't get me wrong. The wrong things could still be said no matter if you're in front of them or virtual style. Or you could decide that, oh, you know, he's not going to see that I'm wearing my pajamas (laughs) or she won't see that I'm wearing my sweatpants with the soup stain on the shirt from yesterday's meal. So yeah, you still have to... (laughs) You still have to, you know, keep with it a little bit, people. Well, okay. So if you're, if that's the dating scene and um, you touched upon, obviously, the facts of what do you think people who are just newly dating, how should they, what do you, what do you think that they should be doing now? You know, obviously the sleepovers probably still happening because it's just, you know, the two of you that are interacting versus a whole. Yeah. You know, and I don't know how big I'm on, I am on the sleepover right now. I mean, seriously, this is a pandemic and 
you know, I don't know what people's situation is if they have kids or if they have older people in their life, parents or grandparents that they're having to shop for. So, you know, definitely be cognizant of the people that you're around and that you're taking care of if that happens to be the case. If not, I mean, you could still meet somewhere in a neighborhood and go for a, a social distance walk. Right. You could sit in a park, social distance away from one another, which I personally am not a proponent of when you're first dating and you don't know someone, of having someone know where you live anyway. So this is a perfect situation just to meet in a public spot, right. keep your distance, and you can talk that way. Okay. All right. Um, I'm still a fan of probably trying to get the, you know, sleepovers going on in this situation. So if you hear me, sleepovers are okay. Of course you are. (laughs) Um, But, you know, on the other flip side of that, you know, the sleepovers are okay if you've already been together. Um, If you're in that new situation, there goes the hookups. The hookups are pretty much out. Right. And, you know, and again, that's a great thing. You're forced to know somebody first. And let's face facts, people. Yeah, you can hook up. And how many of you, if you're being honest with yourselves, how many of you have done the hookup and you are oh so sorry for it later? (laughs) Whether this person knows where you live or whether they know where you work. Um, You know, it takes a while to get to know somebody. Most people put their best foot forward. You don't always find out this person's a freak until the second or third meeting. (laughs) So take this this as a time, an opportune time to really get to know this person. And that's why we're both saying when you're the new norm of this dating situation now for the singles and the daters, you literally have to, you're taking more time to get to really know someone. There's no... Like, you know, magic wow factor anymore just because you're face to face and, you know, you literally have to work for it. I feel a little bit more and and, and and probably everyone appreciates that a lot more as well. Well, and I think if you're really looking for a relationship, then you're going to enjoy this time. And if you are just some player or somebody just looking for the fast hookup, well, guess what? This is just going to be a downtime for you. <laughs> <laughs> off the market, off the market. All right, so what do you? Uh, let's talk about some of the um, fun ways once again of how these daters should go about. Let's say you're you're newly dating someone. Um, you've maybe talked with them maybe three or four times, gone on a couple of dates. How do you think the pursuit should continue? What do you think to make it keep it fresh, keep it fun? Um, new innovative ways of you know are we you know the whole Netflix and chill kind of a little bit harder now, um, unless you know they're kind of coming over, sneaking over to each other's place. What do you what do you think? For the new daters, new daters. I think that um, again, meeting out somewhere. I mean, come on. Well, at least for the new daters, and now we're, we're getting to spring, people. So we've got nice weather. Meet in a park. Meet um, uh, in some you know mutual place that's easy for both of you to get to. Bring a picnic lunch. Hey, what podcast are you listening to? Or, you know, there's, of course, you're bringing, you can have an iPad or you can have your phone, whatever it is. And so there's there's so many other different ways you can get together and talk. Hey, you right. got a dog? Bring your dog. Um, so, you know, picnic, Agreed. roller skating. Hey, how about that? How yeah. about roller skating or a bike ride? Picnic would be good, you know, six feet apart picnic. Let's try that one out. Right. And you know what? Who's a big fan of going to a movie when you're first dating? That's supposed to be the time that you get to know each other anyway with a conversation. Right. 
So I'm not, I'm not really, you know, Netflix is for those of us like myself that have been married for 13 years and you're comfortable. And, you know, when you're first getting together, you shouldn't want to sit and watch a TV program or a movie anyway. That is absolutely right. I totally agree with you. I think that this is the time that you should be getting to know each other a little better and figuring out what your common interests are. Absolutely. You know, read books, people. You know, talk about what kind of movies you like. Do you like to go to museums? Do you like to travel? Where have you been around the world, if anywhere? Where Where are you from? Are you Are you from, you know, what, what are you studying? There's so many things to talk about, to get to know one another. And, you know, if anything, I think this whole, this whole thing is making us realize, to be honest, that maybe we just get, need to get back to basics, right. which means having a conversation. Conversation, exactly. And that's the whole point of this. With the new normal, there's nothing else to do except for having these conversations, getting to know each other, learning how to see if you have something that you do have in common, which makes you like each other in the first place. The, com- the, the first commonality of all this is obviously when people meet each other, you're going to go for what? The looks first, um, getting to know the person second, and then the courtship. So let's go back to the basics of this. And like Tina Yusuf says, let's keep it all fresh. Okay, so with the second topic, we've got the daters out of the way. What do you think about the relationships? People who are knee deep in relationships, you know, you're either married, you've been living together for years. Um, you know, how are these people, what do you, how do you think they're coping with the new normal with social distancing in this time of the pandemic? Well, you know, I think it's, uh, gosh, Chris, I think it's different for everybody. I mean, first I'd like to say, you know, I've been married for almost 13 years. We've been together for 15 and I have to say we are, we are not perfect people. Let me just, first (laughs) of all, say we are not perfect. If anyone says that they are, they're lying. (laughs) They're lying their asses off. No one's perfect. And uh, I think right now that you're realizing who's perfect and who isn't. <laughs> and the what true colors shine right about oh, now. Oh, absolutely. You cannot hide anything. There's no corner to hide at this point in right. time right now. You know, for, for us, normally, our normal day was getting up and having walking the dogs together. Right. Going to the gym together. You know, uh, laying down and taking a nap together <laughs> because of, my husband is a little older than myself. So let me preface it with, with that he's not working currently. So, you know, he's older and pretty much retired. But anyway, all those things that you used to do together, now you're, hey, you go take your walk. I'm going to take my walk. Yes. Hey, you go in the garage and clean out whatever stuff you've got and I'll stay in the kitchen and I'll right. do this. So I think... You know, there's depth since you can't go out at night, since you can't go anywhere else. I definitely think it's creating those limits and boundaries and finding things that you can do to to go and have your separate connection, but then come back in the evening. And as I said earlier, watch your Netflix or watch your TV. But you better definitely find, hey, if you like to paint, this is the time to maybe go in the other room and paint. Right. If whatever You're, your interests may be, maybe you need to revisit those, <laughs> those interests. I think uh, this is the time where you're going to figure out who you're really living with is yeah. what she's trying to say. And I, I have to say, I'm sure there's got to be some couples going full on gladiator style right now. Oh. You know? Um, you got you got the gladiator style going. You got others definitely sleeping with one eye open. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Imagine the people that are out there, and and um, eventually we'll talk to some of these people. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that are perhaps 
were going to break up, were going to get divorced. Maybe they were going to move out. Right. And now they're forced to be together. Right. Not only because of the quarantine, not only because of obviously what's happening, but perhaps the job situation has made it so now they cannot, you know, financial reasons are making it so people need to stay together. Right. There's there's a lot of stress going on, um, whether you're together or not. But there's I, I know this is a very stressful time for a lot of people. And um, people in longer relationships, living together, married, I know that the easiest thing that you can do right now um, is just to really learn how to be a team together. Whether you have been on the road working and you're not home that much and now that you're both home 24/7, you got to really become a team, and you got to really be able to have honesty, respect, and a ton of patience with each other. And you know, Chris, that's and I know that for so many people, that's so easier said than done. I, in a perfect world, absolutely, being a team player and communication is essential. But let's face facts: there are those people that cannot communicate. This is true. And the minute you try to open that communication, that other people see that other person sees it as a, um, it's a defense mechanism. Oh, they shut absolutely! Down. Right, they shut down. Well, this is the time once again. You, your your true colors are going to shine. You know, uh, get to that. Get to the basics of really making sure right now that you two understand each other. Um, remember who you were when you first started dating. Remember where you're at after you got married. And just make sure that you're doing things together. And if, if not, you know, also you need that time. Everyone's going to need this time and space to be their alone time. Uh, being around each other this long with the, with this amount of time that we have going on, there's no way in hell that you could be around your partner 24-7 without having time to yourself. No, and also creating boundaries. And I know a lot of people also have problems with that. I'm a, I'm a people person. I always want to be liked, and I don't want anyone to be mad at me. Oh, and, you're so lovable. And, That's why. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to upset this person. But let's face facts, people. If you're stuck in a place together right now, you better create some boundaries or it's just going to create a whole other set of problems for you. Exactly. Set a schedule. If you need to set a schedule, set a schedule. Do something, but just let each other know that, you know, the gorilla or the lion is not coming out and surprising that person. They automatically know that it's going to come when it needs to come. And if you need to make a schedule, do it. If you need to divvy up those home chores, do it. Who takes out the trash? Who does the dishes? Who gets to clean the bathroom? Oh, sharing the duties. Oh, Oh. who gets to make dinner and who cleans up the dishes? You know, there's nothing wrong with creating a schedule or some boundaries. Because again, the new normal isn't normal. Right. And if you are sharing duties or let's say you've never had the duties to share in the first place, Make sure that you communicate with your partner. Let them know, hey, look, what can I do to help you? I know that this is something that you guys have done, you know, you're doing a lot of, but let me help you. And obviously, if you're just sitting your ass on the couch and doing a lot of nothing, you're, you're going to probably get an, an earful. Yeah, if uh, you think you're going to lay on that sofa and just use that channel changer and click around <laughs> all day long, guess what? That's going to create some tension. So maybe you want to think about those things. Yeah, and couch surfing, that's no bueno. Unless you feel like you've put in your share to help out, you've got to help out. Don't leave your partner handling the load, even if they were handling the load before all this happened. 
I mean, it's time for all hands on deck, don't you think, Tina? When you're both home all day long, absolutely. You've got to split up the chores. Whether if you, hey, if you need to make a to-do list, a honey-do list, they think they call it. <laughs> I like that. Make that list. list. Absolutely. Because, you know, again, what's going to happen if, if you're both not helping take care of these things? Because there's a lot of things, whether it's the grocery shopping, walking the dog, uh, cleaning bathroom. the bathroom. Who's going to clean the bathroom, for God's sake? Right. Are you going to do it? No. Well, I do. <laughs> Only because I'm super anal I'm retentive, you that and I feel like bed. oh, if I ha- I have to do things because if I want it done right, I feel like I have to do it myself. <laughs> but anyway, you know, definitely divvy up because what's that going to do? Create animosity, and God knows, right now, if you're stuck at home together, you don't need any any help in in creating any tension. Any I'm more sure stress or enough. tension? That's absolutely right. <laughs> But on the flip side, if you've been working a ton and you rarely get the time off, utilize this time to have your mini staycation for a little while and then get back on the horse and start helping out. You know, like shake the dust off, get back to it, right? Right. And you know, just what you said about the mini staycation. Um, one of the things I did recently, since well, obviously we have had to cancel vacation, so home is going to be the vacation. You know, you get, I got new um, uh, chaise lounge cushions okay. for the backyard. <laughs> and, you know, and it doesn't have to be expensive people. You know, these little things can kind of just help make kind of freshen things right. up. Just and, new projects. Yeah. And yeah. if you, and just seeing bright colors and something kind of fun. Right. You know, you might as, you, again, you better, we're hunkering down. <laughs> so you better like where you live and make it as homey as you can. Because you're going to be there for a while. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, but like I said, just, it's, you know, just have your little time to yourself, but make sure that you get back on the horse and shake it off and help out. Um, I know for myself, you know, I, I personally, before all this happened, got up every morning about 4.30 a.m., um, went to work, had a full day, and then came home. Now, since I've stopped with the stoppage going on, I, you know, I took my few days off, um, sat in front of the television, you know, had that junk food, every now and then would open up the window, look outside, see if the zombie apocalypse was happening or not, and then just uh, get right back to it. But after a few days, I told myself, you know what, I got to get back on a routine. Um, so my routine became my girlfriend's routine. You know, she's in the healthcare system. She's a healthcare worker, you know, and thank you for that, by the way, she's, uh, really busy. And I felt like, what can I do to help out? So I started keeping my routine by getting up with her, uh, by making her coffee or, and making her breakfast to take out the door. And then I jump right back into working out, um, and then, you know, handling my day. You know, I think the biggest mistake people can make is not keeping that routine. You know, my, my, for example, my husband and I had a routine also, Chris, of, you know, getting up every morning together and going to the gym and going for walks together. Well, now we just, we do those walks, but we, we take them separately again to have that little bit of space. But we don't sit around in our pajamas all day. (laughs) We don't just let ourselves go. Um, You know, we still have our, we get little projects now around the house, whether it's cleaning out, he's in the garage and I'm in the kitchen. But, you know, we create these these t- spaces so we right. can be separate, right. but they're also constructive. Right. And well, I know that some of you out there have a garage or a bedroom or a drawer or right. something that you can be doing. Yes. But again, it's, it replace, I guess it's keeping that routine, but if you can't do the normal routine things, then you need to find something to fill that time right. space. Well, you just said it. If, you, if you're not doing your normal routine, so what I was getting at off of that, what you just said, it's like you're creating your new normal it's this is something that we all are out of routine right now you know we're all 
it, you know, we're all sitting around more. We all have a lot more time on our hand. Obviously, there's still people working, yes, you know, and we applaud you. Um, but most of us who are sitting around, you know, figure out what you want to do. Spend this time to find your creative side. You know, find your new normal within this new normal. And the exciting thing about that, too, is there are so many online classes now. I, I, I for one, am taking a uh, tarot card class oh, coming like up for a few Read weeks. Read me my cards. Yeah. Oh, I'm, <laughs> believe me, I hope you get good at this. So uh, help, it'll help me with my relationship advice. But um, so, yeah, there's so many things that you can do online to also fill that space or learn something new right. or, hey, God forbid, read a book. Yeah, for sure. Right? I mean, I go downstairs in my underground parking garage and hit a ball against the wall. I hit a tennis ball against the wall for a while. That's my normal routine, but I had to create something new. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. And that's not letting things get stagnant is really important. Absolutely. So you see, we're all adapting to this new normal. Um, Is it fun? No, not all the time. Um, do we, have I learned a lot? Yes. What do you think? You know, I, it's funny too. And, and because again, we're talking about relationships. It's really, I don't know about you, Chris, but it's definitely made me think about who I miss in my life yeah. and who I don't. Right. So definitely a good time for reflection. Right. Um, I'm learning how to spend time by myself, which I'm not used to doing. So that's new for me. Well, you know, it's funny. I, I love having time by myself. Not as much time as we are having by ourselves right now, but it is funny how many people don't like being by themselves. I, I'm one of those. There's persons. a whole psychological thing to that. I'm sure if you've I, heard. Oh, I, well, let's, we're not going to get into that one. This is about relationships, not me. So <laughs> off of that, um, remember through all this, just make sure you guys are continuously communicating with your partner, especially those of us who don't like being by ourselves, because when your partner gets home, you know, you're just kind of shut down. I know I sometimes feel a little shut down from the day and because I've been by myself. And when she walks in the door, I know that she still has a lot of work to do but as soon as she's done I'm trying to make myself available for her um, to get that cuddle time in you know we try to get our dance parties in still as much as we can and also getting online to video conference with some friends we haven't spoken with in a while oh I've definitely been catching up with friends like that and also on the flip side well unlike Chris I'm a blabbermouth all the time <laughs> and especially I'm the worst I'm a total morning person and after a few cups of coffee I'm just Rare to go. You know, so then I have to also learn to, I have to learn to reel it in in a little bit because my poor husband's like, whoa. So what do you you think people should be doing in order to spice it up then? You know, it's, it's going off the other side, you know, after sharing their duties. Now we talk about how can they be creative being together now? Well, you know, first of all, if you were, if you're cooking dinner at night, maybe, maybe one of you pick up maybe you maybe the other spouse that don't, right. normally doesn't cook maybe they cook a dinner like or plan off. a dinner dress up yeah that's still a you know, huge try, component try again try making yourself look nice and i don't right. mean just you ladies i mean you guys too right you know take a little pride in in your your uh, appearance your appearance right. and try to dress up for the other person maybe have a picnic on the floor Picnics with are great. your dinner recreating events in your past you know maybe recreate the first date you went on maybe recreate um your wedding or or not you know just find something that you guys have That'll be fun for you to do and be compatible and really enjoy it. I really enjoy looking at old photos right that's now, kind of fun. especially vacation photos. Oh, that's great. You know what I like to do? So on that note, um, which I know that you had a vacation plan, but people who had 
a lot of you out there have probably had vacations planned within this time. Go online, like maybe pick some of the restaurants you were planning on going to or some of the museums or some of the places you were trying to visit. Go online and look, actually physically read up on them and look them up together so you don't feel like you're missing out. Uh, Right now, I'm supposed to be right at this very moment in Morocco and um, just thinking about the food. So I would love, I've been looking at maybe ordering some Moroccan food. Or how about you guys go in the kitchen and make it? There's an option. Well, right there. if you cook like I do, that's probably <laughs> not a good idea. Or maybe order out. <laughs> that's a good point. Okay, so we're going to move on to the next subject matter, which is basically on the opposite spectrum of this. The ones that are not getting along. How about the ones who are just recently divorced or separating or quite frankly just don't like each other and about to break up? Now you're stuck with each other. What do you do? Hide the hide the sharp objects in, the, in your place. Lock the gun up. Most definitely. Make Most sure definitely. the person's on their meds. It's you know what I really feel for those people because um, I know it's hard enough for the rest of us that are happy in a relationship. Because let's face it, not everyone is happy all the time, and anybody that says they have a perfect relationship is a liar. Um, so I think once again, communication is going to be key. And if you really dislike the person that much, well, you know what? You're just going to need to get over it and figure out how to deal with it right? and communicate in the best way that you can to make the best of just a, of a bad situation. Right. And, and this goes for everyone, actually, you know, like you just said something just, you know, it's, it's stressful for everyone. There's going to be arguments, you know, regardless if you're, happily married or breaking up, there's going to be a lot of arguments because there's a lot of stress floating around. So just make sure you guys communicate and check in with each other. Um, also, just... just You know, on a positive note, really quick, Chris, on a positive note, I, or I try, I try to think about, you know, if you really dislike each other and you're stuck with each other, tr- maybe try to remember what attracted you to that person in the first place. And um, maybe... Maybe that will ring in and make you have a little bit of respect and, and make you want to communicate a little bit more. Um, that's the only way you're really going to get through it, I think. Yeah, right. You're going to have to be able to share the space together regardless. Yeah. So find a way to do it and just make light of it. Like she said, just pick something that you guys have in common with or the opposite version of that is just make make a schedule, you know, um, you're could be, but you're going to overlap at some point in time. Um, just make sure that you guys are cordial and respectful for each other. That's, that's hands down. The most important thing is just to make sure you stay respectful, regardless if you want to be with each other or not. Obviously, obviously if you're cohabitating, there was something that made you move in with that other person. So try to remember those things and, and maybe that'll, um, That'll help spark something. Right, right. Put your egos away, people. Put those egos away and just try to get along. It's the easiest way to say it. All right, guys. Well, there you go, Tina. We finished our first episode. We did. And, you know, I I hope that we gave you guys some ideas, helpful ideas to help you alleviate some stress that you might be feeling at home right now. Um, Hopefully, we gave you some ideas on how to keep your relationships fresh and fun. Right, especially for you new daters. Yes. And, um... And uh, we look forward to seeing you guys back here next time. Definitely. And we just want to both say thank you so much for listening. And we hope that you come back and hear us again. We've got plenty more to talk about in this relationship world. Um, And it's going to be a lot of fun. And don't forget to check out datingintelligence.com online. That's dating-intelligence.com. You can reach me at chris at dating-intelligence.com or Tina. 
at Tina at dating-intelligence.com. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. Any questions, comments? Please, um, please uh, email us and write them down. We'll be more than happy to answer them on the next show. Absolutely. And thank you again for being here.